talk. I'm going to just start right away because um, we've been actually trying to get connected for the past few weeks, but life, business, and a lot of things have gotten in the way, but we still made it work today. So thank you so much for joining us, Tara. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So we actually just spoke together at an event last week as well, uh, the Mom Boss event in her shoes, hosted by Hip New Jersey and Bloomingdale's. Um, which was um, very eye-opening for me in a way to just get to know you a little bit more. Um, But before we get into all of that, let's start with the fact that you just published your book. You have a platform called Modern Mom Problems that literally has me in stitches every time because as a mom, and Jen, I think... Even though she's not a mom, she can relate just because I'm an honorary mom. She hears all the <laughs> stories of my own kids and has had to deal with them at some point at the <laughs> office. So she understands. Um, she also ha- helped raise her brothers. So she she is an or- honorary mom. So she gets it. Tell <laughs> us first who you are, how you got this platform started and how the book came out about Sure. So my name is Tara Clark and I'm the creator of Instagram's Modern Mom Probs. And like Vanessa just said, I recently wrote a book called Modern Mom Probs, uh, a survival guide for 21st century mothers. There it is. Boom. Um, (laughs) And so it's sort of like a handbook for modern moms um, to say like, if you could like, just like pick somebody out of a different time era. And then you said like, okay, well, what's it like to parent in 2021? You go, okay, here you go. That's the book. (laughs) And it's sort of like, Gives you all the ideas. And and then the whole like point of the book also is that you got 99 problems, but motherhood ain't one. So I go through 99 different things. And like some are serious and some are funny. Um, and it sort of like weaves through together between like the funny and the serious stuff. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it. But I also like to say that it's the analog version of my Instagram account. So if you could like take my Instagram account and then like put it in a book, that would be it. Read the book. I love that. So what, I mean... Obviously, it came about. I know. I, I know. At the event, you mentioned having to write the book in a matter of six weeks because you got the book deal. Which congratulations! I mean, Thank that you. I know that that's no easy feat. I've written two books, and I'm in the process of writing two others. And it's like every day, I'm like two sentences, right? And then I <laughs> and then I go back. It's a lot. So the fact that you were able yes. to birth this book in six weeks, uh, girl, you're like my hero. Um, congratulations. The pandemic helped. Uh, well, and, and that's the thing. That's where I want to get to, you know, with parenting, what shifts have you seen in your own parenting, parenting that, um, you know, that I can be relatable to other moms? Cause I, I don't really think that, you know, many people, no, let me, let me correct myself. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic saying to non-moms and to uh, and even to my husband I said so now people will understand what it's like to be home with children 24 7 so all of those women who would speak about postpartum depression wanting to knock your kids teeth out um (laughs) wanting to knock your husband's teeth out um you know all of these things are now I think relatable right like now we can understand because yeah. people, I remember giving me grief um, when I would talk about postpartum depression because I went through it. I sure I've been very open about that with my first. Um, and people thought like, oh no, you're just like, you know, uh, bored. Uh, no, this isn't boredom. Um, this is literally like, I'm 
tending to this human being 24 seven. And I yeah. don't even think I'm capable of, I'm not, I'm not capable of taking care of myself, let alone another yeah. person. So what yes. did you share with us that you've seen some shifts, some relatable uh, tips and yeah. tricks? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's so important now that like we are normalizing those conversations, the conversation around maternal mental health. I'm a huge advocate for maternal mental health. And I, I want people, if they feel like they need to talk about it, if they feel like they need to get help to go out there, get help, talk to professionals, talk to each other so that you know that you're not alone in this. Like, I, I'm sure that you probably felt like you were on an island. Like, here you are with this little baby suffering from this postpartum depression. People weren't taking you seriously. And you're like, here I am on this island, you know, dealing with this all by yourself. And so I'm glad that you're talking about that. And I'm glad that you have been talking about that. It's so important. You know, what, what, what I remember from that time was that, um, you know, it was not so much, um, it was like, I, I, the, the island, you know, metaphors, it's perfect, but it was, it was all about people thinking that I would hurt my baby. It has, at least for me, had absolutely nothing to do with my baby. Like I took incredible care of my son, Mm -hmm. but myself, my mental health, my sleep, the way I ate, the way that I rested, which I didn't, by the way, especially mm-hmm. the first six weeks, which I think I was like, sleep, sleep. I mean, I, maybe I got an hour in here and there. My son ended up having jaundice because he wasn't getting enough breast milk. So I then had to switch to formula. Um, and my husband would find me like half asleep, drooling on the chair. It, it was horrific, right? It was me doubting my capacity of maintaining this child alive like that's really what I was gonna say I don't well obviously I don't have kids but um my experience with postpartum is you know I have a family member who and I won't say who but she you know medical professional like just always has it all together like awesome mom like nothing phases her and she you know doesn't talk about this kind of stuff and she you know at one point opened up to me and said you know I did suffer with postpartum she said Jen I just I can't explain it she but she was like I'd be in the grocery store and have this irrational fear that someone was trying to steal my baby. And I had to run out full blown panic attack. And like, she's normally so calm and collected. And she I was would like, wake up I, in the middle of the night and no joke, like you've seen in the movies, mirror under the nose. Like yeah. I thought my son was going to die almost every night. Like I, that's, and I was terrified of what that could potentially look like, obviously. And that was my fear. And my husband was like, girl, he's fine. I'm like, no, but you don't explain it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's inexplicable and it's irrational, but it was in my head and hello, mental health. This is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So the pandemic though, added so many other layers, (laughs) (laughs) so many other layers to this already complicated, um, project of raising children, right? Yeah. So um, what is one thing you would say uh, to anyone who's still feeling feeling the burden? I mean, because, you know, we're looking at things as they're starting to open up and things are going, you know, kids are back in school. I remember laugh crying two weeks ago and Jen was like, I don't know if you're happy or upset right now. What's happening? Because I got the email <laughs> that my kids were going back full time and I'm literally sitting at my, I'm sitting at my desk. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, laugh crying. <laughs> and she's like, What's happening? Is everything okay? <laughs> and I'm like, they're going. That's how I felt 
when I saw about camp this summer. I was like, oh, camp is happening. We got camp happening. But what could you share? Because, you know, I feel like even anyone who has become a new parent during this time, like this is not the norm, right? Like this is not the norm. Um, And it's not the norm for anything that we've been doing for the past year and a half. So how do you even begin to navigate, you know, all of this, let alone when you can't leave home, when you're terrified that your kid is going to get COVID? Like, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's, that is a lot. That's a really heavy question. (laughs) You know, that's a lot to tackle. I I like to say that I think it's important that we're talking about it. I think it's important that we're sharing about it, that we're talking about languishing and burnout and just being tired, you know, just tired about everything, right? Like physically tired, emotionally tired, spiritually tired, all of that kind of stuff, you know? And so I think it's really important that we're having those conversations. And I want people to know, like, no, they're not alone in that. Just like with the postpartum depression and then with the burnout right now, like you're not alone with that. So if you need to ask for help from your partner, from your family, whatever it is, like just ask for help because it's just so much all the time now. Right. And like, also give yourself grace. Like if you want to put an extra show on for your kids so that they could watch like more screen time, it's okay. In fact, I was just talking to a pediatrician yesterday and she said like the pediatricians are actually like lifting sort of like not the ban, but like the restrictions around screen time during the pandemic because they understand it. And it's like real life now, like they know that you have to say yes to some things, right? You can't say no to everything. So you're saying no to the playground. You're saying no to play dates. You're saying no to sleepovers. You're saying no to all these things. Like what do these kids have left, right? Let them have a screen, let them have an extra half an hour of their iPad time, whatever it is. And for my oldest, that was honestly the only way that he could socialize with his friends was through the screen or through the phone. And here I am trying to control screen time. And then he's like, so you don't want me to talk to my friends ever. I'm like, Okay, maybe okay, when I, you put it that way, maybe I would be a bad mom, but we had this discussion a few weeks ago, my niece and nephew, we were all out to dinner and one is climbing on one and it, they were nuts. So we're like, okay, in, in, in the understanding of sitting down and having a meal with our family, like, here's your iPad, here's your show. And I'm like, I would just give the kid like here, take the iPad, watch See, the show. For me, when we're out to eat hard nose on electronics, just yeah, that's me too. That we have to talk. Oh no, he's two. He no. doesn't need to talk. And he needs to get out of his chair <laughs> and watch his podcast. So that's what a snack is for. No, and no judgment, no judgment whatsoever. But I know that for me, because they're already so plugged in at home, when we do go out to eat, you need to be present. There are no phones. I actually tell them to put them in my bag. Like nobody's allowed to pull out a phone because this is the time that we're going to spend talking if it's the only time during the week that we do it, actually all four of us engage as a family, it's happening. But if they yeah. don't, it's okay to give them the iPad. No, no, you still want them to be present. I have such a funny story. So a couple of years ago, when my son was younger, we went to Nobu. We were actually on vacation. I think we were in Atlantis and there's a Nobu in Atlantis. And so the three, my husband, and I, and my son are, are there and I didn't give him an iPad. You know, we're just there interacting with each other, having a conversation. So a large party of maybe it was like eight or nine people walk in and they sit down and all of those kids have iPads and they start playing. And then for some reason, the party actually gets up and leaves. I don't know why, maybe the waiter didn't come, maybe like whatever it happened to be. So the large party gets up and leaves. And my son's like, why, why do you think they left? And I told him it was because the kids were on the iPads. (laughs) Good for you. Cause I would have said the same exact thing. No, but what has happened to me in those instances is 
that then my son, my, both of my kids are like old souls. They just have like these, and I wonder where they get it from me asking mm-hmm. questions. Hello. Mm-hmm. So my kids, my kids are the same way. So then sometimes what's happening with me in these moments is that they're asking questions that I don't want to answer. So then I'm like, do we do it? I look at my husband. I'm like, are we really doing this right now? Cause I don't want to have this conversation and, and we're going there. We're going there. So yeah, I get it. You know, it's listen to each their own. And sure. I feel like definitely screen time has increased across the board. It is yes. just, um, it's the beauty of being able to stay connected that we yeah. have right now. Although it has brought on, I feel, um, you know, when we, when I spoke, um, Last week I mentioned that it was like the perfect storm for my oldest son. He, yeah. you know, he actually put on real clothes for the first time just a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So it was interesting. Listen, when on Mother's Day, I was like, oh my Lord, like they are humans. Like they actually can shower and clean up nice. You know, it's been a while since I've seen that. So yeah. um, that was fascinating to watch and see. But, um, but the reality is that I think we are all in a space where we are just doing what we need to do. So yes. the survival uh guide that you have put forth for everyone to just kind of access like girl this is what you can do yes <laughs> it's perfection so i know yeah. that i greatly appreciate it um what has been your greatest takeaway from this time i am so thrilled that my my son and i have been able to spend so much time together so like he's still doing remote learning he has been since september and he will until june but I am excited that he's going to camp come July. So, <laughs> so we could just say that. Um, but no, I, I think that it's been such a special time that we've really been able to, you know, be present with each other. And even when we are on our screens, we do often sit next to each other. You know, I'm on my laptop doing work and he's on his iPad playing Roblox and like hanging out with his friends. Just like your son said, just like, don't you want me to have friends? Like I need to talk to some kids, right? So he's doing the same things, but we're doing it sort of in parallel. And I think that's, it's a beautiful thing um, that we're able to, to, you know, work on that together. But um, aside from all of the, the at-home time, and trust me, it is a lot of at-home time, um, I think it's been beautiful that how supportive people have been with each other and how, like, understanding, you know, like, in the beginning, I think when, you know, you're doing a Zoom call and you're worried that your kid's going to, like, pop in, you f- sort of feel, like, shy and embarrassed, like, oh, no, like, you know, like, don't embarrass me, or, you know, like, don't pop in, but then you realize, like, that's happening to everyone, and everyone's being supportive because you're not the only person who's getting interrupted, right? Like who isn't getting interrupted? It's, and it's, so I think everyone's been very supportive. No, that actually is, is honestly like a, like the running statement that I've made um, throughout this entire year and a half. It's like when somebody, uh, when anybody came at me with, but this, but that, but that, and I'm like, you do realize that I have the same exact situation as you do right now. And we're still, you know, XYZ. So, um, you know, that empathetic, uh, you know, way of looking at things that compassion, um, you meant you mentioned, of course, having grace. Um, and honestly, like, I've, I've given myself so much grace, I was like, dude, you want Nutella for crackers for breakfast? Go yes. right ahead. Go, go yes. breakfast. So <laughs> yes. You want some animal crackers along mm-hmm. with that? You know, like, yes. here you go. I am right there exactly it's it's just been um you got to pick and choose your battles that's the one thing that i have been consistent through my own parenting journey and you have one i have two and boy are they just completely different people isn't that that funny how that happens though oh my god 
So they're so different yet so alike in so many, in so many ways, but there are, you know, I can't come at one with the same thing that I come at the other because it's yeah. just, you know, it's just not going to fly. So um, I know that I find a lot of solace at lo- in looking at your social media. And I know that um, I started, I haven't finished the book, but I started it last week and I find it to be engaging, entertaining, very helpful. I think that we just need to hear someone else say these things out loud to yeah. help us um, just kind of, you know, say, okay, I'm not the one losing my mind here. It's all good. Yeah, it's not uh, just me. <laughs> it's not just me. It's other people. Okay, got it. It's also Tara. Okay, Tara, we got it. Well, <laughs> I, have, I have to say, because we, I was actually just looking, like your social media page is crushing it. You're at like 644,000 followers. Yeah. I mean, where do you get, because obviously social is something we always talk about, like right cracking the code and figuring yeah. out how to best engage with your followers. I mean, why do you think you have this huge, you know, outpouring of support? Where do you get your inspiration for your content? Like your page looks great. And obviously, it, you know, you. love it. And it's uh, inspiring for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. Um, I've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing it since 2016. And even before I started my account, I used to work at Nickelodeon in social media. So I do have a little bit of that background, but that was actually pre Instagram days. That was just like Facebook and, and Twitter. Um, But I think that people connect with the relatability of the account and the authenticity of, you know, the content and they go, oh, I, yeah, I see myself in that content. And, and anytime that, you know, it really resonates with people that like, to me, that's just, that's all I want to hear. I just want to hear that it resonates with people. And I think that it, it, it does so frequently and that's, you know, why the account does so well. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like, whenever I find something that I'm like, yep, been there, done that, mm-hmm. check, 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 yeah. crazy, good, awesome, like, mm-hmm. love it. Right, exactly. I think that's what it is. And then also too, with the accountants, like, I never like to make jokes on the backs of other people. And I still want it to be uplifting. And I want it to be empowering. And I think that that's um, really helpful, too. I think people really connect with that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and honestly, you know, I remember just having, you know, multiple conversations as uh, the journey of motherhood has gone, al- gone along. You know, I went through that phase where I was surrounded with other moms who wanted to like out mom each other. And yeah. I, got, I got, you know, enough strength within me to be like, uh, girl, bye. Mm-hmm. This is not serving because I every time I'm here, I feel like crap. I already feel like crap as it is. I, I don't need to be mm-hmm. made even you know, feel yes. worse about mm-hmm. not making the cookies. Uh, so it's all good. Like, and, and, mm-hmm. and to ever who, to anyone who may be listening, who's a stay at home mom, I have to tell you, uh, kudos to you. That is the hardest freaking job in the world. Yeah. Um, I do not take that lightly. I did it for two years. And, um, but at the same time, I was miserable along the way, just because I needed an outlet and I didn't have it. And and that's why I think it took me just longer to kind of just get my own mental shit together. Um, but eventually when I did, I just felt empowered to give other moms grace and not make them feel, uh, that they were a worse mom than I was because they just showed up, you know, and it's like, you know, I pay to look this way sometimes and <laughs> it doesn't just happen, right? And you are gorgeous for, for like people like that don't know. Like Vanessa is stunning. Her eyebrows, her skin. Oh my God. Stunning. All done. That's all I'm saying. There's a lot of tweaking and all about. I have to say it's all about the brows. If you're going to make so any investment in your face, 
get your brows done because it frames everything else. So 100%, but thank you. I will receive that with love because, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's true. And you know, I just want to piggyback on what you were saying about the out momming thing. It's so true. I mean, pre pandemic, I feel like, you know, parenting is a sport, right? It's like this mom's doing this thing. And oh, how many different like soccer practices do you have to like run to back and forth? And the pandemic really, you know, pressed pause on that. Like it really hit the brakes. And I, my hope for coming out of the pandemic is that we don't have to out mom each other anymore. You know, like, let just everyone be in their own lane and that's fine. And so that, that's my hope coming out of it too. Completely fine. A hundred percent. I agree with you with that. How can people learn more about you, your book? How can people connect with you? Let us know. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, I think you are amazing. I love Bella Magazine. I, th- I love everything that you guys are doing over there. It looks gorgeous. The aesthetic, the content is just phenomenal. So I just had to say that uh, anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, you can find me on Modern Mom Probs at, um, like, on Instagram. And then the website is www.modernmomprobs.com. And the book has the same name. And that's, that's it. And, and your book is available everywhere, right? You're, you're- it is available anywhere books are sold. So it's on Amazon, Walmart.com, Target.com, BarnesandNoble.com, all those. Amazing. Tara, thank you so much. Yes. really appreciate it. Thank, thank you for having me. This was awesome. Thank you.